Geeks, you're listening to episode 278 of the Geeks of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about the big ends of entertainment. That is Netflix and Nintendo. That's the news. They uh, dominated this week. They they even kicked out the mouse this week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's other things, uh, but there's just so much from these two. Yeah. We will have to get into it. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the video games we've been playing, though, uh, kind of a cool thing for you guys, I think. Um, hopefully. <laughs> well, I am going to be gone for um, a month. Uh, but don't not listen because I'm not here. Uh, LJ's got some, some guests planned. Yes. Uh, I think that'll be really cool. Uh, get to see other people from the Geeks Under Grace community uh, getting to come in here and, and talk well, as well and share their opinions on everything geeky. Uh, I have been uh, with GG for like six years now. Yes. Seven, six. I think it's six. It's been a long time. Yeah. And, uh, I've taken the casual week off here and there, um, but I haven't like taken a full month. So it's a little uh, scary, but cool. And I'm very excited. Um, I'm going to go on a really long vacation from my actual job at work. Uh, and then um, even from church, taking a lot of time off. And so I'm just kind of taking a step back from life and uh, uh, just relaxing a bit, just resetting a little. Um, so life has been crazy chaos the last yeah. couple of years. I just need a little bit of a break. Yeah, I think we all we all need to reset on occasion. So that's that's good that you're getting a chance to do that. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for you know making it possible for me to do that. Uh, you guys are awesome. I trust you guys. Uh, full-heartedly yeah and, uh, it'll be fun I'm, I'm excited cool we'll get into the podcast keep listening tell other people like hey that, that host isn't there so you should listen <laughs> <laughs> let's get more downloads more listens because uh we got some some cool people coming in uh we'll get into video games i guess my plague tale update i'm literally at the final boss and uh played that for like nice. an hour and was like, all right, well, I'm just going to step away for a minute. And then I haven't come back to it. Because um, the final boss is very frustrating. And I'm so used to games now having, like, crazy, easy checkpoints. And uh, they're like, no, you did that wrong. So you have to go all the way back to the beginning of this, this battle. <laughs> um, which is fair. Uh, I'm just not used to it anymore. And I don't think there's a difficulty setting on Plague Tale either. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Uh, because if so, I would just, I want to be done with the game. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the story, but I'm ready for the story to be over. Uh, so I'll get it sooner or later. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, I'm just like, uh, I bought a PS5. Don't yeah. Be very excited. Oh, let's go. That's awesome. I'm so stoked. So didn't plan month long break with PS5 outing. Um, but I'm pretty stoked. Because I made this weird promise to myself that I wasn't going to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I wasn't going to finish it until I got a PS5 because it was so slow, laggy, and glitchy on the PS4. I have a day one PS4. Uh, and I figured that would be like a month. I was yeah. like, I could wait a month to finish this game. And now <laughs> I realize, I just did the math, it's like seven months ago yep. that I, uh, I picked that up. So 
And so, and so you said you said it's gonna get delivered like the day before you leave on vacation too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm literally like leaving town. Not gonna bring it with me. Um, yeah. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you more anticipation uh, to come back. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be really exciting. So. Yeah. Uh, that'll make the month very restful. I think. I'll spend my time in some video game worlds that look gorgeous because new console 60 frames per second yeah <laughs> i don't have a 4k tv but my tv's got like a 200 and some hertz refresh rate oh nice so, and i'm it, sure it's, it's 1080p and everything too so it's gonna yeah. get as it's it, you're still gonna get to feel feel the power of that next gen so right i'm mm. excited uh, lj what have you been playing who um fall is like fall gaming season is in full effect for me um, so a few weeks ago, I, I did mention I was going to get Deathloop. I've already gotten Deathloop. Uh, I've played some of it, but now I have to move on to the game I'm actually reviewing. I'm reviewing Lost Judgment, which is the sequel to Judgment. Uh, Judgment was the game that took me five months, five or six months to beat, like, on our Twitch channel uh, a few years ago. I'm pretty sure I started it in, like, November of 2019, and it took me till like, May of 2020. So, um almost six months i think that is six months actually um but yeah it was uh it, it, that was fun but i'm enjoying this one a lot we we're actually so this is a sega game we actually got a review copy on the early access launch of it like three days before release um so i'm actually gonna write a review in progress because this is a meaty game these it's in the yakuza series these games can take anywhere from 25 to 50 hours depending on like if you're beelining it or doing side stuff um so I'm enjoying it, basically, undercover and finding this case, like, working on this case that's at a school. And basically, there's this particular group of students you literally have to beat down four times before they kind of, like, like have your respect. <laughs> so that's the awkward part. You're a, you're a 30-something-year-old dude, and you're beating up the, this group of, like, 16-year-old, like, like hu hooligans. <laughs> so it's a little awkward, but it's like... Like, nah, like, you guys are going to keep attacking me. Like, I'm going to beat you up. Like, um, so, uh, but it's a, it's a really cool story. Um, uh, yeah, it's very, like, Cobra Kai. It's like, they don't care if adults are fighting or kids are fighting. They just, they just don't care. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's good. Um, the other game, which is probably a little more exciting, is I got into the Halo, uh, Infinite Flight Test over the weekend. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. I streamed some of it, and uh, it there's another one this next weekend that I'm also a part of. Um, they give you... So, like, they showed off, like, the grappling hook in the trailers and stuff. So, you, in training mode, you basically get access to, like, the grappling hook, like, for unlimited uses. And so, my favorite thing to do is to grapple into enemies and, and melee hit them. Just, like, take them out <laughs> while I'm propelling towards them. Uh, it is, it feels great. Like when I, there are certain first person shooters that just feel amazing. The last time I played a shooter that felt that good was modern warfare 2019. Uh, but this is going to be a really, really good, good halo game as far as multiplayer goes. Uh, it, so I, I'm excited for more people to play it. It just feels good. feels good to move around. The weapons feel good. Um, so I, I'm, I'm more excited. I'm excited for people to to play it in December when it comes out. So that was a lot of fun and uh, I'll probably be playing it again next week. 
So, yeah, oh, that, those are a few of many things that uh, I <laughs> I'm going to be covering on on the site and all around our content. Uh, and then I got Nicktoons. I got that Nickelodeon All Star Brawl coming up in a couple like in a couple oh, weeks yeah. too. So I'm actually going to be covering that one as well. So I'm just like I got no time for anything else like Metroid Dread and Kino Bridge of Bridge of Spirits. It's like all these other games that people are playing. I'm like I don't have time for because I'm in the yeah. in t- I'm in the thick of it now. So well, they can wait. They yeah. can wait a minute. Yep, those can wait. So uh, I'm I'm yeah I'm excited. I'm in, in into the season now. So cool. those are all the things I've been up to. How about you, Joe? So, I've been playing, uh, well, I started Persona 4 Golden over the Pledge Drive weekend. Yeah. Um, I got it pretty much specifically for the Pledge Drive, but I sort of had hopes that I would it would become my new streaming game, and very much so it has. Um, really jumping from one RPG to another, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and I really like Persona 4 Golden so far. I'm not very far at all. I'm finally just to the point where you can, like, actually choose to do things after school, which I'm familiar enough with um, because of Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. That is the only Persona game I played. I mean, unless you count Strikers. I don't think Strikers counts. That's very much a spinoff from the Persona games. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm really liking it so far. Um, it is different, but it's, like, still really fun. Um, I know there's a lot of Persona fans out there who... Um, where this one is their favorite, not Persona 5 Royal or Persona 5 or anything like that. So I'm really just excited to keep playing that. I'm going to keep streaming it. Um, I'll, it'll be my new game to stream. It's going to take forever, probably. But, like, so do most of the games I play. <laughs> <laughs> most of the games on Twitch, I, I stream on Twitch, tend to just, like, take a long freaking time for some reason. So, but maybe it's just because I like RPGs. I don't know. There you go. But, uh, yeah. So... That's all that I'm playing that's new, at least. I'm still playing some... I mean, still playing lots of Smash and stuff, of course, but... How's your Nuzlocke run going in Pokemon? Uh, so is one that I haven't picked up in a minute, but... Oh, okay. Um, it's still going pretty well. I do... I'm trying to remember. I do think I... I did stream it as well during the Pudge Drive. Um, yep. For some hours. Someone died. I don't remember who. <laughs> One of my Pokemon died. But um, I still have yet to fight the fighting gym leader. That is the next thing I need to do in that game. Um, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I'll just have a TPK. I don't know. Oh, we'll that'd be bad. That'd be unfortunate. I hope that doesn't happen. But <laughs> it, it's always a possibility. But anyway, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cool. All right, well, let's get into this Nintendo Direct then. Oh, boy. Okay, so we're going to save the biggest thing for movie news. Everybody knows what that is already. I think everyone, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Even if you didn't watch the Direct, you probably know what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes. You probably saw it on social media. So, uh, I have a page here uh, that kind of just goes over some highlights. Um, the first one, I, I, I'm actually really kind of stoked for, for this, um... So they announced that Kirby, that new Kirby game, that like open world yes. Kirby game, um, Forgotten. Forgotten Land, yeah. Forgotten Land, yeah. I'm excited. Probably my favorite thing out of all of it. 
it, it looks yeah. cool. Um, I was I was making the joke, and I think other people made it later on Twitter. But I was like, "Is this like last? Is this Kirby in The Last of Us?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it's up. it's a post apocalyptic urban area. I'm like, we already have so much of this in other games, but Kirby can get a That's pass. Kirby, <laughs> because yeah. Kirby Air Ride is just such a classic game. Um, that I have tons of nostalgic connection to. I mm. just really, really love Kirby Air Ride, and I didn't even really play much racing. I played a lot of Sea Trial. Mm. And Sea Trials, um, it's it is three D plat three D platform, not really open open world, but you're open world in the city. Oh, cool! Like a hub and world or something. And if you really something. wanted to, which me and my sister would do this all the time when playing, because I mean, like the point of Sea Trials is you're supposed to like find. Uh, an air ride, a star, whatever, writer. I forget what they're actually officially called, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, you're supposed to find one, and you're supposed to make it as strong as possible, and then you end up going into a mini game afterwards, um, after you've powered it all up. And so it could be a race, or it could be a fight against, you know, King Dedede, or it could be a gliding competition, or it could be something else. Hmm. Um, and that was sort of the main purpose of Satrials, but. I had a lot of fun, and my sister would have a lot of fun just, like, walking around, because you can get off your air ride. That's cool. And you can just walk around as Kirby, and you're in a 3D space. And so that's exactly what I thought of first when I saw this trailer. I was like, wow, they're actually making a game from this mechanic that it, they haven't gone back to, yeah. like, essentially since Kirby Air Ride, at least that I can think of. So yeah. I'm very excited about it, because... Truth be told, I love Kirby games, but I haven't been a big fan of the recent ones. At least I haven't really tried yeah. out any of them. And once I have tried out, I've been like, eh, because they're really easy. Or I don't know. I think there's just something about the 3D animation on 2D platforming that yeah. just didn't jive with me. It just felt a little bit weird because I love like Game Boy uh, sort of style or like the DS, mm -hmm. like Squeak Squad and stuff. Amazing Mirror is really my favorite. Superstar OG Ultra Kirby. is so good. The DS remake of Superstar. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. It's so good. So good. Um, so I don't know. I just like some of the games that have been on Switch, I just haven't been super interested in. But this one, I'm like, okay, finally they're using the 3D space. Mm -hmm. uh, they're using 3D art for 3D space. Whereas before it was 3D art being used for a 2D space. Whereas on the Game Boy and and three two uh, DS sort of era was two D art on two D space, so I think that's probably where I was like finding some weird uncom uncomfiness. Where it's like, okay, you're using all this three D stuff. Why don't you just go full on three D? And now they are. Yeah. And it's in a cool concept because um, it's not just this pure fantasy land. It looks like freaking Coconut Mall got overgrown. Like, <laughs> So like it's it's like you get this modern sort of cityscape, which again, yeah, it's not like it's the first time Kirby's been in a city per se, because again, City Trials is literally in a city, but um, it just looks weirdly modern. <laughs> yeah, it looks weirdly modern, but at the same time very dystopian, and it also just like I don't know. There's all these memes about how Kirby is just so incredibly intensely powerful and it's like god level, right? Just according to Kirby lore. So this honestly just, like, makes perfect sense, where it's like, there, here's this society that has died out or something happened, and somehow Kirby just ends up there or survives through it or something. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense for a Kirby game. Like, totally makes sense for Kirby to be doing that. And Kirby lore is so crazy. I'm really excited to see how it expands on it. Yeah. 
I, I just realized four was one of my favorite N64 games. And something yeah. about this game really like reminds me of that world. Heck yeah. The collectathon style, probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's what this will be. Um, yeah. But just kind of the environments and stuff. I was like, man, yeah. this looks so cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I just had the idea. I, I really want to do Photoshop a picture of uh, Kirby on the I Am Legend poster. <laughs> i might do that just for fun uh anyway you were talking about donkey kong 64 well i'm going to segue into another major piece from the direct and that is the uh what do they call it the online expansion pack which is going to add nintendo 64 games and Sega Genesis games, but we can talk about the 64 part. But it's definitely going to be at a higher <laughs> price, which they did not quite announce. They said, yeah. new pricing, but they didn't say how much. And I'm like, are you serious? 20 so, bucks for Switch Online is already pretty bad. 20, 20 bucks a year is nothing. I, I tell people, like, if you're... So even for people that don't play, like, their Switch Online that much, 20 bucks a year is, is very good compared to, like, other annual prices. So I think if they maybe like add like I don't know what they're gonna do for the monthly fee, but if it was like twenty five or thirty just a year, I think I could still I, I would be okay with that. But I, I know a lot of people are worried about um, what the price is gonna be like. So hopefully it's not too much. Hopefully Nintendo doesn't decide to get crazy and hike up the price a whole bunch. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's like if they were if they were to ever put GameCube games on there or something, oof. would they hike it up the price even more? Yeah, you know? so so that's the part that, that might get worrisome is if they keep doing it and doing it for more. Um, yeah, so I was trying to see if I had a list on this page I was looking at, but uh, I think they're starting with like nine games. Um, I think uh, so. Ocarina of Time is going to be on there for sure. Mario sixty four is going to be on there. Um, Mario Kart 64. So a bunch of like the big major ones. Um, the thing that a lot of people noticed, Cody, is that on that trailer towards the end when they were talking about upcoming games, Banjo-Kazooie was on that list. They showed yeah. the box art for Banjo-Kazooie. So what that, what that says is like rare isn't off the table. So like, I don't think they'll, they probably won't do Goldeneye because of, um, the rights there because like, that gets weird but like perfect yeah. perfect dark and other rare games could could probably appear on there uh um, yeah so banjo kazooie what you love conquer i can see conquer oh, coming back conquer oh yeah the, yeah that's a, <laughs> that's a kind of a foul game yeah, actually for who, who don't know. for nintendo standards it's actually surprising that that even got <laughs> i don't know how it conquer's really bad for they got on there um but again you're talking about like donkey kong 64 like that right. could get back on there. Um, they had DK64 on the Wii, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's another thing people are saying is, like, this and this and this came out on these virtual consoles. Like, they've already done the emulation work to add. Um, so there's a list out there people can find if they want. I saw, like, the original Pokemon Snap was on there somewhere. Um, the one I'm kind of excited about playing is Paper Mario... And um, as much as I don't like the game from what I played back in the day, I will give Majora's Mask an another shot, just because I hate I hate that time mechanic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know what are, what did y'all see on this list that you would want to play again? Uh, I mean, 
Oh yes, Star Fox. Yeah. Huge. I know. I played that for hours and hours. And Same. Hours. I did too. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say that I, I don't know if there's any one particular I'm most excited for. I, I have a lot of friends who are really excited for online Mario sixty four. Um, as well as Banjo Kazooie. Oh yeah, yeah. Banjo Kazooie there. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even know if I'm gonna get it. To be fair, like I didn't really play many 64 games, and at this point, I have. I think the funniest thing was that they're like, you know, you can play Mario 64. It's like, you made us pay so much money to play a, a yeah. collection with Mario 64 in it. Yeah. And now, if you have to, I mean, it's so weird. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. Um. I think another feature that they mentioned, I don't know how this is going to work, but apparently you'll be able to play the multiplayer for some of these games online. Uh, so I would yeah. assume I would assume that's like Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Star Fox 64, since that did have a battle mode. <laughs> and it did have a multiplayer mode. The multiplayer <laughs> mode was good. Yeah, it was. I never played Very it much. Arena. But, yeah. But, uh, oh man, I loved, I literally, I played that game so much. Yeah, I uh, did too. I think I could beat the story within an hour. Um, I don't know if I still could. Oh, yeah, it's so short. Uh, yeah, it was short and very replayable. Mm -hmm. Different branches. Yeah. I, oh, gosh. Even on the 3DS, I replayed the heck out of that game a lot, too. Which yeah, it's kind of ahead of its time, really. Yeah, it's very arcadey and easy to just replay yeah, and replay. Um, good. Yeah, so... So, I'll, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to Sega Genesis since I'm a, I'm a Sega kid. Um... I will say that there are a lot of really good games on, on the Sega Genesis side of things. But also, Sega just, like, the more I've discovered, like, Super Nintendo stuff as I've gotten older, there in a lot of ways, this Genesis didn't hold a candle to some of the best, like, Super Nintendo games. But they do have some classic stuff on there, like this, a couple of the Sonic games. They have Streets of Rage, which, which is a classic beat-em-up. Golden Axe, which is another classic beat-em-up. Um, Shinobi 3, which is a really cool, like, that's like Sega's answer to Ninja Gaiden. Shinobi 3 is easily one of my favorite Sega Genesis games of all time. Um, Echo the Dolphin and stuff like that. There's, there's some really solid stuff on there, but again, uh, Sega and Nintendo like reselling you stuff. So, I already have all those games on a Sega Genesis collection I paid for for $15 on my Switch already. So, I'm like, I don't really need the Sega part of it, but, uh. I think it's cool because that gives people a chance to experience my childhood a little bit since I find there's a lot of people that started off with Nintendo more so than Sega. So um, yeah. that's that's just exciting for me because then I can go and recommend games to people. Um, oh, and lastly with that, I don't know why you would want to buy another Nintendo 64 controller again, but uh, okay. <laughs> so, so they're selling, yeah, they're selling the 64 controller and the Genesis controller. Um... I guess it, just for the sake of like authenticity the game as it and was made. oh gosh that yeah. controller does not age well. I've held one of those in my hand in the last couple years again and tried to play yeah. and I can't do it. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I think I could. I I still can't believe that like I mean, the controller was bad objectively. Yeah. yeah. But the I'm surprised more controllers haven't gone with back bumpers. I really think the N64 like the Z button having that I miss that Z button. Yeah, that's true. It was cool. You could have two paddles on the back of the controller. The pro controllers have them. Like uh, some pro mm -hmm. like elite, I think, has them. Yeah, now there's paddles on the back that, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm surprised that not all consoles come with paddles. That should happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
campaigning. Yeah, so uh, also there's a fun thing that apparently the when you buy a Sega controller in Japan, those are actually the six-button controllers instead of the classic three-button controllers that we're getting here in the U.S., which I grew up with a six-button Sega Genesis controller. I don't think a lot of games took advantage of them, but I remember a couple of the games that I played did. Um, so I think I was like, that six-button controller is so cool. Um so that's a, l- a little bit of a bummer. Um, but yeah, if you want to go and buy those controllers when this happens, I think they're like 50 bucks each, which feels a little pricey. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so yeah, that that's the uh, latest on the emulation stuff. Uh, I'm going to go through some of this stuff and, and y'all can stop me if we want to talk about it. Um, we're finally getting Bayonetta 3. People, Bayonetta fans are very excited about Bayonetta 3. Heck yeah, Bayonetta yeah. 3. Yeah. Um, and then sp- while we're talking about 3s, uh, Splatoon 3 was also... Uh, oh, I'm really excited for Splatoon 3. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it does. Some of the cool stuff they sh- they showed off was it was pretty neat. Uh, I'm hoping we'll see more of that, that single-player campaign, because that looked cool, too. Um... Then we have, going through Voice of Cards, it was that Square Enix card game, which looks kind of cool. Uh, Chocobo GP, which low-key looks really cool, even though it's like a Mario Kart clone, but it's all Final Fantasy themed. Um, I saw some Final Fantasy IX characters in there, and I was like, oh, Vivi and yeah. Steiner. and uh, I called it Final Fantasy Kart, I think, in, in our gaming chat. Um, but it, it looks... Loki looks pretty cool. Like I'm okay with with other companies like trying their hand at Smash clones and Mario Kart clones. I, I think it's okay. So yeah. uh that looks cool. Uh and then Project Triangle Strategy is actually big surprise here, just called Triangle Strategy now. Such a stupid name. <laughs> like Octopath Traveler. It looks like such a cool name like, like cool game. Like what's an octopath? Like you know, um, I didn't even yeah. think Octopath Traveler was that bad. No, Triangle it's Triangle Strategy. It's bad. Triangle Strategy is at least more generic, because um, basically that's it. Just makes me think of like the tri- the how the like weapon system works in Fire Emblem, like that. That's that's a Triangle exactly. Strategy. Wait, <laughs> <But, laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so they showed more of that. Um, there was a also a Monster Hunter uh, Rise expansion. Uh, then we're getting down to some other stuff. Uh, they remade a, an older game called Act Razor from the Super Nintendo back in the day. Uh, they had some Dying Light news for a cloud version of the second one, and one is coming to the Switch. Uh, Delta Rune Chapter 2 is also on Switch now. And they say 3, 4, and 5 are going to come together, and you're going to have to buy those. Um, we got some more content for Animal Crossing coming. Uh, Hyrule Warriors expansion, Mario Party, more content there, more content Mario Golf, Disco Elysium, uh, which is a really like popular game that's gotten good good scores. That's coming to Switch. Yeah. Um, and then here's an here's an odd thing, but it's also really cool is that we're getting a port of the original Knights of the Old Republic on Switch. It's just so like funny to see that. <laughs> yeah. Almost what feels right after the announcement of the remake and <laughs> yeah. the remaster, and I'm just like. Well, of course I'm not going to go play it on my Switch. I'm going to play it on my PS5. I know some yeah. people don't PS5s, but what, like... Yeah. It's oh like man. you might as well just... It's really funny. Yeah, I think people would rather wait, but 
I, I think this port would is a, a solid RPG on the Switch. Um, and then something I picked up, uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection. These uh, Game Boy Advanced Castlevania games are, are really good. They're Metroidvanias. Uh, Aria of Sorrow in particular is easily oh, one, yeah. of, one of the top Game Boy Advance games out there. So that alone was worth the price to me. That's like 20 bucks. Um, and then we have, yeah, just some other small stuff. Rune Factory 5, Cody. I think that, that had yeah. some news. Um, that's coming out March 22nd of next year. Um, cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, and then since you're a cyberpunk fan, I highly recommend the Shadowrun trilogy. Um, it's a tactical cyberpunkish like fantasy uh game. Um all three of those are coming to the Switch in one bundle. It's like uh the three games that came out on on PC. So those are really good games if you're into tactical stuff and if you just want that cyberpunk fantasy vibe. Um yeah, so that was uh, quite a mouthful. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's the gaming news. Cool. Well, we're getting into movies then. I have not seen any movies. Uh, LJ? <laughs> am I the, Spider-Man? Am I the only one that watched a movie? Shelly has two, actually. Okay. I'm very curious what she is. Okay, uh, I, I can talk about Spider-Man real quick. Um, I watched that over the last couple days just to... Uh, because I, I decided I want to watch these just in case Andrew Garfield pops up in No Way Home. Uh, he says he's not. Um, but I, I actually like a lot of this first movie. I, it's the second one, I think, that gets really dumb. But, uh, like, I don't mind Peter. Like, I don't mind Gwen Stacy. Like, Emma Stone did really good as, as Gwen Stacy. It, it is funny that they're older and they're supposed to be, like, 17, 16. Yeah. Um I like him as Spider-Man. There's he gets really cocky uh, as Spider-Man at some points because he ends up on this like path for vengeance in most of it, and uh, mm-hmm. which which I think is okay because I'm like, oh, that kind of gives Spider-Man a little bit more of an edge than than he normally has. <clears throat> but clearly, you know, like I, I like the dynamic with with Ben and Aunt May. <clears throat> I I like, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. I remember not liking this at first, but I think I was one of those people that was like the remaking Spider-Man already. Like I was biased to the Raimi trilogy at the time. I still kind of am, um, but yeah. it was just kind of neat to watch it again. I'm like, you know what? This ain't half bad. Uh, the lizard is still kind of weak as far as like a villain, a very comic book villain. And he's basically taking, basically going to like infect the city with this stuff. Cause he's like, Humans are weak. Why don't we all just become lizards, basically? Why don't we just become animals? Lizard <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's a very comic booky y plot. Um, but, like, there's a lot of, about that movie I, I like. And for me, it's a little underrated for, for myself than than, uh, than I initially gave it credit for. So that it was fun to watch that again. And I will watch Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which I have very little hope for that one because that was when it got weird with Green Goblin and like all the Sinister Six stuff they were trying to do. So, I yeah. my expectations are low for that one. But uh, it was nice to watch this first one again because it had been so long since I'd seen it. So that's my quick take on Amazing Spider-Man. And then Shelley, you watched Raya. 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 Oh, that's right. We talked about this during the pleasure drive. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, did talk about it a bit, but... Um, 
yeah, I finally got around to watching it, and I had very low expectations, and it, like, super surpassed those expectations. It wasn't nearly as bad as everyone was making out to be. I very much understand why people don't like it, and I mm-hmm. kind of agree. I mean, I think, really, it's just heartbreaking to see so much mispotential. Yeah. How it had all the potential and all the opportunity to be, like, an S-plus tier movie, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, and they just totally missed out um, because they did not could not figure out what tone they wanted to go for. Yeah. And I think if they just... I mean, I think some humor was needed, some levity was needed, but I think they did a little too much, and I think some of the jokes that they had didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could should have just not had them in the first place <laughs> and you know of course it's i think really the crime is that it was disney it was a disney production <laughs> i think yeah. if um this was like any other studio besides maybe illumination if this was dreamworks or if this was if this was a studio ghibli movie if this was like animated differently mm-hmm. as a Ghibli movie i feel like it could have been way better because i think if they lean even further into some of the darker, more serious stuff. Like, anytime mm-hmm. it was sort of the more serious thing, I really enjoyed it. And then, um, and I did like some of the, again, the more humorous characters. Uh, but I just, they really just need to choose one. And they kept going <laughs> back and forth and back and forth. And yeah, yeah their message was interesting, I think. Um, it was like, just trust people because you should. Exactly. Yeah, like, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, I remember you were writing about that and talking about Yeah, that. we, we even talked about it before. I'm like, I had trouble writing a Bible study because the message of the movie was so inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel like, it's like on one hand, you could sort of go the angle of like, oh, you have all these people from different cultures and backgrounds coming together for like one defined purpose. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Very... Sort of, I don't know, again, the Christian interpretation I had of Lady in the Water, very similar to that, again, yeah. it's a weird movie, um, where it's, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I kind of have to look at it that way, or else the point of the movie doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, it's like, I have to look at it from a Christian perspective and sort of twist it a little bit, if I'm being very honest, kind of be <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, like, maybe this is what they're going for, but even though it's like, oh, clearly that's not what they're going for, because they uh, were not making it from a Christian perspective or anything like that, so... Um, <laughs> But, I mean, at least the the whole, like, oh, we can come from different backgrounds and different cultures and, like, learn to get along, that's still, like, an okay message. It's just, like, so not very... It's just not strong at all, um, I don't think. So, yeah. Um, and, again, yeah, just, like, trust people or don't trust people and it's just a little bit strange. Um, but, yeah, no, it's not that bad of a movie at all. Again, it has really, really big... Uh, uh, Avatar vibes. It, we there was like one mm-hmm. I don't remember which character, but there was one character who spoke. It might have actually been the dad, and we were like immediately like, oh, that's someone from Legend of Korra. Like we knew <laughs> immediately, like just the voice acting, or like that's someone from Legend of Korra, and we were totally right. Um, so that was fine. Like again, like I know people complain about Aquafina uh, a lot. I don't think her performance was bad at all. I think it was all the writing that was bad for her. Yes, she nailed exactly what she was told to do. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't think it should have been written that way. I think it should have been better. I yeah. think it was a way, super easy way they could have made it better, and they just didn't do that way because it's a Disney movie, and you got to have, you know, 
you gotta have the cool dragon that everybody likes and is funny. You gotta have these comedic emblems. You gotta have, you know, you can't go very dark. You can't go that dark, you know, with stuff like this. So, yeah. Um, but I'm like, no, it wasn't that bad of a movie. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. I guess. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't pay a thirty bucks to watch it. So um, at least there's that. But you know, if you're if you're curious about it, go watch it. If you have Disney Plus already, go watch it. You're not gonna have to pay extra for it. Um, it's it's yeah. not nearly as bad as everyone makes it out to be. Right. I feel. But it, it's not amazing either. Again. Right. The mispotential is it, very disappointing. Yes. But it's not bad in itself. But yeah, that's what I watched. All right. Let's talk about something <laughs> that probably is bad. Well, okay, hold on. We've got a couple <laughs> movie news. I actually want to save the Nintendo one for last. Okay. I think really? Okay. What we're leading at. That's going to be the most discussion I think. Okay. So, um, you want to keep let's the talk listeners. about the other thing. So, so we'll be talking about Nintendo. Let's first talk about Netflix, because again, Netflix and Nintendo, that's what our show's about today. <laughs> we did a bunch of stuff. So Netflix did uh, release some teasers and trailers for some upcoming projects and movies. Uh, so we have one for Don't Look Up. And that just that movie just looks crazy in the sense of there's so many big names mm -hmm. just all in the same movie. And you're like, mm -hmm. huh? Like, these people who have never been in movies together, I'm pretty sure. We got uh, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Jennifer Lawrence. Like... It's so weird. It's such a strange culmination <clears throat> of actors, but like, yeah, it looks pretty good. I don't know. It's I about a so comet really... crashing to Earth, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the comet crashing to Earth. It looks like, um, looks like Meryl Streep is like the president or something. Yeah, she is. And yeah, like telling her like, like, hey, we're scientists. We're telling you a comet is going to hit Earth. It's like <laughs> essentially a hundred percent chance, and they're just like. Oh, you're over exaggerating. Like, get just get to the point. Like, she's like, wait, she's wait, like, we'll wait, say it's seventy. <laughs> and it's honestly like, just it's, it's almost like, funny, but at the same time, just with, like all the climate change stuff happening right now, I'm just like, gosh dang it, why do you have to be so accurate about it? There's why probably gotta... literal discussions like that going on in the White House. Just like, darn capitalism. <laughs> I don't care about the destruction of the earth. It's actually insane. So I, I feel like it's going to be some sort of a commentary about that specifically, about like, you know, the fact that, you know, there's not a comet hitting the earth anytime soon. We said, I hope there's not, but you know, the destruction of earth and like, how yeah. is earth going to end naturally uh, or, or by nature and by weather, by, circumstance and like what is the government's sort of take on it and how are they going to act first and how are they, are they going to listen to these scientists or are they just going to say oh let's move on our day and like nothing <laughs> so that could be really interesting uh, um i'd love to see some reviews for that whenever it's out i don't actually remember when it said it was coming out uh i think really december because it. it's coming to select theaters also oh sweet i didn't even yeah yeah oh, cool so there's that um so we got a teaser for that if you're interested we also got a teaser for um, the third feature film by uh, Studio Colorido. Uh, so they made, I believe, Penguin Highway. They also did A Whisker Away. And I remember, I don't remember, I don't know Penguin Highway, but I definitely recognize A Whisker Away. I remember when that was on Netflix. I mean, it still is on Netflix. I just remember them advertising mm. it for Netflix. Um, I remember it's the one where someone turns into a cat and... I don't know, the plot seems kind of sketchy, but I, have, I haven't seen the movie, so maybe it's not actually sketchy. It's just the, the, the teasers make it look sketchy. But uh, anyway, <laughs> this is a different movie. 
by the same studio. So it looks gorgeous. The animation looks really, really pretty. Um, and it's called Drifting Home. And sort of the premise looks like these childhood friends, these kids are playing around and they go into an abandoned complex, uh, like apartment complex. And then this apartment complex gets yeeted into like the ocean or this other world. Somehow it's a boat now. And they're basically trying to figure out how to get home, which again is just the perfect anime weird mm -hmm. like premise that they're good at making into something amazing. Like that's just the classic thing where it's like you can't just like do that live action. No one's gonna take it seriously, but it's anime. So you already have a little bit of that suspension of belief. But it's just like it's like I can already tell this is gonna be something where it's like they're gonna use that super like weird, unique premise, but they're gonna expound on some, like, really cool themes and character development, probably. Like, it's- I feel like it's gonna be good, and again, I just like anime, so maybe that's me just being partial, but, Yeah, um, it, it stuck out to I me when I was sifting through, like, when I had to curate a list of the things we were gonna focus on through this massive list, uh, it, it stuck out to me, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty, so. Yeah, so, I mean, it's- it's something where- I feel like I still just need to watch a Whisker Away or something first, but... Um, to see the caliber of movies they make. Totally. But, mm -hmm. uh, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty fun. Again, animation looks really gorgeous, so that's always exciting. Um, okay, fine. We're done with the Netflix news. <laughs> so Tear off the Band-Aid. Let's go. Directs, um, one of their... But probably you've even heard of this, seen the memes... <laughs> One of their biggest news pieces, besides, like, Bayonetta 3 and this new 3D Kirby game, which we are pretty excited about, um, is some more news about the <laughs> uh, Super Mario Illumination movie, which isn't... That in itself is not new news. We've talked about it on the show before. Yep. Like, that's that's a real thing. And that was I mean, exciting. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I, Illumination is such like, a sketchy studio. They could just make it look like the video game cutscenes. It's going to be great. Yeah. I, yeah, I like some that. illumination stuff, but then they, they can could've. they can get real they cash grabby. Nice. They can get exactly like mm. Despicable Me, good. Despicable Me, what three, four? I'm like, can can you stop? Yeah, when they started doing it's all the minions ones, it's I was like, uh. So all that to be said, so they didn't have a teaser or trailer for us uh, for this direct, but they announced the voice actors. <laughs> um, and let's just say it wasn't expected. So, uh, Mario's Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt is Mario. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Charlie Day, is that his name? Is Luigi? Um, yep. Jack Black is Bowser? That's the one that makes... That one, that, that one kind of makes me cringe a little bit. That I'm, I'm most okay with. Charlie Day, I can see as Luigi. Luigi I'm like, okay. Uh, Ani Taylor-Joy is Peach. And then we also have some other roles. Oh my gosh, we have Seth Rogen as DK. I think that's the one that pushed me <laughs> a little bit too far. That, that's the, the I think that's that rough. The worst one. Yeah, because you can make. I guess you can make Mario talk. I guess you. I mean Bowser does it. Roar, roar, roar. You can make it. Whatever. Peach writes. Bowser talks in the new. She's literate, doesn't he? But no. DK doesn't talk. I'm going to send y'all a clip of the old Donkey Kong animated cartoon, and... No, I'm familiar. No. <laughs> okay. Did, he can rap. Bowser not talking on okay. us. He talking uh, Sunshine. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah, Bowser Peach talk. It's fine. Like, they I talk a little bit. I understand they're going to make Mario talk. I understand that. 
Okay. I understand. I'm not saying that's wrong. Okay, but, but... And Bowser was already talk, Peach talk, but I'm just saying... I'm just that saying. was what they had going for them, is that the okay. uh, little minions didn't really, like, say anything. So they had, like, Mario could have just been Martinet. Yeah. So this is the, I think this is the most disrespectful part about it all. Um, Charles Martinet is in the movie. They announced this. He will be playing cameo appearances. Cards, yeah. Which I'm like, that they're, is just. They're trying to do a Stanley with him. The biggest slap in the face. Yeah. Like, here's this man just built up Mario as a I'll, character for years. I'll tell you, years, I'll tell you the one that sold me, though, on it was Ke- uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. I was oh like, gosh, I can't I can't Key wait. To, I cannot wait for that no. one. That's like... No. Th- That'll be okay. I th- think. This movie no. better be the biggest... Okay. Yeah. This is okay. This is all bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> this movie better be the biggest meme movie in existence. Like... It better just be so stupid that it's good. Like, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I've talked about this so many times in the past. I'm just so <laughs> mad at Hollywood for not choosing voice actors for their animated movies. That's true. Just getting the most expensive, most absurd, most yeah. stupid actors and being like, and I like hey, Chris people Pat. recognize you. <clears throat> yeah. Let's throw you into a movie. And to be fair, I know Chris Pat has some experience with anime movies obviously like a movie mm-hmm. is a good example same with jack black you know kung fu panda stuff like that but it's still a bad practice it's bad practice it's There's basically so many talented voice actors out there including charles martinet yeah and they're literally saying no you need to sit down we're gonna pay <clears throat> a bunch of money for actors who are good at live action acting mm-hmm it, it, Doing voices for animation is totally different. And I'm like, I, I follow so many voice actors on um, like Twitter and stuff. Yeah, anime, I follow a couple now too. Like, they're so freaking talented. Mm-hmm. They're so talented. They'd be perfect for roles like these. And of course, they're going to get overlooked because they don't have the name. You need the name. And all of a sudden, that's what's going to make people like go to their movies. Yeah. So like, that's not what makes a movie good, though. It looked like so they looked stupid. at a list. Uh, it looked like they went to IMDb and looked at a list okay. of like top 100 actors or something and just picked it out of a hat. Like it looks just, I'm just really annoyed and mad because it's like on one hand I'm like yeah, clearly this is gonna be a kids movie. That's always been a thing from the yeah. beginning. But one of a bunch of fans who've been around since the beginning. Or been around for a long freaking time who are gonna like want to see a Mario movie. Yeah. And again, too, you're just disrespecting voice actors. You're disrespecting Charles Montenegro. You're disrespecting all these other voice actors. And I just. Nor- it just normally, Ill- That's all yeah. Normally, Illumination like, does cast really good voice actors in some of their stuff. Like, I like some of like the cast they had in like Sing and stuff like that. Like, there's a couple movies where like they got some cool good actors to do voices but this feels like it's for the wrong movie or something it's just it's so it's it's but i, I believe it's real the but i'm also down for it from this, <laughs> yeah the only yeah. good thing that's coming from this are the memes the yeah. memes are hilarious being freaking charlie day they're they're putting the, they're just slapping the luigi hat on him yeah and they're having they're just like have a bunch of like luigi uh pictures doing quotes from it's always sunny. Yeah, and it's just so funny. So, so not um, not gonna lie, I I hadn't mentioned it, but I've honestly started watching Always Sunny because of that casting. I was like, you know, what? I I should watch some of oh this show. Check it out. And People yeah, saying like, should have had Dane DeVito. Dane DeVito would have been a better choice as Wario though. 
Yeah, people, Wario people want. Be a good Wario. Yeah, people want Danny DeVito as Wario. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> so did y'all see this? Okay. Would you prefer Chris Pratt or Bob Hoskins? You're gonna have to remind me who that is. In the original he Mario. Mario, in the original live that, action him, Mario movie. Then him, him, hundred <laughs> percent. Listen, I like Chris Pratt as an actor. I like him a lot. <laughs> I have nothing against him as a person. I'm saying Nintendo's being big old dinguses. I, w- I wonder who's responsible for this. Franchise. Have you seen the original movie, Shelley? No, but it's going to be better <laughs> than this trash. It's That's literally the first gritty reboot. like Of anything. Re- gritty reboot or rendition of anything. Yeah, yeah, they pretty much. So this Mario, is... and he's like in a, uh, it's like a cyberpunk world. Yeah, uh, with they, his brother Luigi. They have the boots, and then Bowser is this like slicked back. Yeah, hair. Dennis Hopper plays King Koopa slash Bowser, and it's like a mafia. The Goombas are these weird looking, like lumbering, like tall things with weird heads. And, you would yeah, hate it. It's terrible. Listen, so much. Listen, all I'm saying is that the <laughs> movie is going to be the anti of that. It's going to be the opposite. It's going to be so dumped down for kids, but they're going to have mm-hmm. really, really weird adult jokes thrown into it. <laughs> um, so it's going to be simultaneously too dumb for kids and too, like, like also Not have all these weird... Kids. Like, you know there's going to be a weird, like, mushroom joke in there. Um, <laughs> you know this, right? Like, I, I follow, obviously, I follow so many Smash players. I follow, I think it was Kony. Kony's one of the um, big commentators in the Smash scene. Uh, and I think he said that he's calling out that they're going to have a Toad dance sequence for the credits. And I'm like, you're probably right. It's going to be one of those yep, yep. movies. Like, I just, I can't in any world see this being a good movie. <clears throat> simply given the voice, the voices. It's like, they clearly don't care. <laughs> Very clearly, they don't care. And Illumination. Nintendo's allowing it. Sorry, yeah. So that's what's weird is not, if it has Miyamoto's blessing, then that's what makes it even weirder. I I just don't know. It just feels like a big old cash grab, and I feel like it's just gonna be stupid, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, it's fine that's stupid because it's just for kids." No, <laughs> that's not how anything works. <laughs> you can have good content that's made for kids. Look at Avatar: Last Airbender. So that's gonna have way more impact on a child than freaking. Oh, what's a terrible movie? There's lots of them. Just look at any Illumination movie. Have y'all seen the joke about the Zelda, about like a potential Zelda cast? I think I have. I think so, I've seen a lot of them. It's a Kurt, Chris Hemsworth as Link, uh, Eliz- oh, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen as Zelda, <laughs> The Rock as Ganon, which I Loki would want to would want to <laughs> see, and then Danny DeVito as Tingle. Yeah, but yeah. everybody I, wants him in everything. Danny DeVito as Tingle. Perfect. <laughs> that's, now that's. Now that's a good cast. The rest of this is trash. Oh. I'm just, I cannot. It's it's. I can't. It's to the point though where now I have to see it just to see like what it is. You know, like it's. I don't want to give Nintendo more money for. Stupid I, I have decisions. to see. I already it. give him enough money for stupid decisions. I'm gonna give him. Buy Breath of the Wild two. I'm already gonna buy this new Kirby game. I'm gonna buy their and, online expansion. So it's, it's. And yet they keep doing stupid, <laughs> bad, unethical things. Like I'm the just. I'm the biggest hypocrite. I I hate it. So, I don't know. They they built everybody up just to like, just to like punch everybody in the face again at the end with this cast. Everybody was so hyped, and then they're like, boom, nope. I just, like, just don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. Like, 
this this is clearly their selling point. That's the thing that scares me. If they like, I understand if they're not ready, animation wise or voice cast or, or you know voice recording wise. I'm, I understand if they're not ready for a teaser, but the fact that this is what they're showcasing first thing about the movie. They're not showcasing screenshots. They're not voice. They're not doing anything like that. They're literally the first glimpse we get of this movie are the voice actors. So that's how you know this is going to just be hot garbage. Because they're like, hey, look at you like these people. You like these people. You're going to go watch our movie, right? Because you're going to think it's... No. It's idiocracy. They they should have just shown... They, what they should have done is they should have shown a trailer and just waited and just like let them speak like for themselves literally yeah, and, and then I we mean, all would have I been just, like what like that would have been better concept art yeah would have sufficed just fine mm-hmm. just like hey here's what you know we're kind of wanting to you know because then it, even if you don't have a teaser ready even just concept art is going to be enough to help us sort of understand the vibe yeah or like for. storyboards or something and help us get us interested instead yeah. no they're just saying look how much money we've thrown at this they give us money they went with the bad news first money. I hate it. <laughs> I, I really it's just like every with Mario characters. Stop! Do not. Ooh, the toad. The different toads are going to be in place of minions now. Please do not. <laughs> I will be. I hate capitalism. Actually, so Goombas. I think Goombas would. Mario cutscene written by the minions. Goombas would make better minions. I think. I don't. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I, I waited. I waited a good couple of days for that. I said I can't wait for a good old Shelly rant. I was. I was all I'm yeah. saying is that all of us felt all seven stages of grief while we watching did. that presentation. We did. We all. It was I denial, totally did. And it was depression, and then finally, some somewhere along the line, we just had to accept it. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> I'm like, I got. I got to see it now. We'll move on into, into television. Yeah. Let's just move on. Better. We better. Also, um, I can go off all day. What if? Don't know if we can really get into that yeah. much of that. Oh yeah! Although, oh yeah! I'll say that that was the weakest. I think it was the weakest, but my wife says it's the best, and I understand. I I kind of agree with like it was one of it wasn't the best, but it was one of my favorites. It was straight up fun. There was a really cool. It was the most different. There was a really cool fight, and yeah. that's where I'm at with it. It was fun, and there was a really cool fight. That's all I need. Yeah, there are parts that I liked, but I think it was probably my least favorite. <laughs> Or my second or third least favorite. Yeah, it wasn't personally. Good. But, you know, it's what if. You can do whatever they want. <laughs> True. And then something I forgot to watch, you guys watch. I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Oh, no yes. spoilers. LJ. I'm not gonna uh, <laughs> No, no spoilers. Um, Star Wars Visions. What'd you guys think? So good. I haven't yeah. watched all of it. I've only seen through episode four. Okay. There's they released it in binge. It's, yeah. yeah, it's all I mean, all episodes, all, of it all episodes, and they're short. Wow, that's the first time they are short. They're, they're only like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, thirteen to twenty minutes. So one thing I loved, I'm I I realized that I'm a big enough anime fan to where I can tell who did the who did it without even yes. being told who who did it at the beginning because it'll say that's it'll say this studio presents and it'll give the title of it, but. Like, there were some times where I skipped the title, and I'm like, oh, I know what studio did this. So, I haven't even, again, I've only seen one through four. I haven't seen, even seen number five yet. Number mm-hmm. five is what um, a lot of my friends' favorite. Mm. All my friends who watch Haikyuu, and it's the studio from Haikyuu. And is I'm, it? like, already really hyped about it. Because nice. that doesn't even tell you anything about the plot or anything. Just the animation style is so good, and I'm like, yeah, for that. Um, 
basketball one. No, it's volleyball. volleyball. I, I watch. I watched. I watched the basketball one. Haiku he is got old. confused. Um, I I won't say what like what happens in it, but uh, there's an episode called Toby Toby One or Two B One basically, and um, it's the studio that does Astro Boy. I don't know if that's yeah. That's neat. Yes, I I love it, and it's it's such it gives us such Astro Boy vibes, but it's like Star Wars themed and. I don't know why, like, I'm not this huge Astro Boy fan, but there's just something, like, I've always admired about that weird, like, Astro Boy and Lupin the Third, like, old school style, like, of anime. Just that weird looking stuff, like, you know, it's just unconventional looks to it. Uh, But that's my favorite episode. I've watched Um, all of them in the course of a couple days. Heck yeah. We might even watch more tonight, so by next week probably we'll have finished them. They're all so good. It's likely. Uh... Yeah, again, I've only seen one through four. Honestly, number one just blew me away. I just the first one. That's probably the best one style in terms of art style. Just like was so beautiful. I was just such a big fan of it because it's even a style that's very different from most anime you're gonna watch. It's like sort of adopting the original black and white samurai look, which is so funny because like apparently there's a lot of Star Wars fans who are not liking Visions. It's because um, they don't like anime. Incredibly, it's incredibly ironic because it's like those styles of movies, those sort of like samurai style movies that inspired Star Wars in the first place. Yep, yep. This was an inspiration. So it's just, it's very funny. They literally but do honestly, whatever they want in this series too. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, you I'm know, just like, what if? But it's, it's, it's the most fun I've had to Star Wars in a while. Yes. It, it's, I, I've told people it's the same reason why I still prefer the old Gindy Tartakovsky Clone Wars over anything else they've done animated. Because yeah. I just can't get I the art the three D art style is just so weird to me. But I felt I, I loved that old the old uh, Clone Wars cartoon. So it brought me back to those days. I'm like, oh, this is this is so good. Yeah, because it's like it's it's fun, it's cool, it's scary. It's like I will say, episode three, I think it was the third one. Is is probably the most anime piece of media I've consumed. <laughs> one of them. I mean, it doesn't include a beach scene. I will tell you that. If it includes a beach <laughs> scene, absolutely, it would be the number one piece of anime I've ever watched. But it's, it that one was almost like it was like painfully anime. Yeah. But like it was kind of fun. But part of it, I was almost like, this is just, this is just too much. <laughs> um. But I really liked, yeah, the first one. I really liked the fourth one. The second one's fun. It's not very interesting to me, but it, it was still fun. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I'm really excited to watch the rest of it. Again, I love just how different all these episodes are. And it just showcases, like, you know, the Star Wars universe is so big. You can really just do so much with it. Mm-hmm. So really big fan of that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I haven't really been watching anything new. Walking Dead. <laughs> Solid. Um, and I might even be an episode behind on both of those. Not sure. Titans is getting crazy from what I hear. Like, I've been seeing things. Yeah, Titans has been insane. Um, really, really enjoy it. So we'll get into TV. There's so much, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Stranger Things, in season four. Still it's not a lot just of just kind of a clip. Yeah, we didn't really learn much. It's just yay! I'm excited for Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, we did get a release date, um, or at least a 
2022 so not coming soon unfortunately um but exciting regardless and then you guys have anything on that i was basically just more stranger things i mean yeah you're right it's it teases a new location or new stuff going on but that's it um i think it's cool how it feels a little bit more like they're going more for season one type stuff or i feel like season three especially they're really like it's the 80s, and we're going to mm-hmm. go to the mall, and we're going to do this stuff, which is fun. <laughs> it's still good. It was still a good season, but um, I think this sort of feels like they're, you know, kind of going back to the origins a little bit, even though I yeah, know it's not exactly. a super world series. Origin sounds like a kind of strong word, but you know what I mean. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of harking back to, like, oh, yeah, no, this is still, like... The mystery scary. of it all, yeah. And there's still a mystery here, and, you know, there's these characters who you love, but there's they're, still all this other stuff. The other and they're older. So. <laughs> they seemed significantly yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, a little bit older. Um, so that's, I'm excited for that, finally. It's been so long. Yep. <laughs> and we got Cobra Kai coming out in December. Yeah, December 31st, and literally the last day of the year. It's oh my basically what you expect from, from Cobra Kai. Um, we're getting yeah. into the third Karate Kid movie. Uh, Laura a little bit. We get to see Terry Silver, who is is aging. He's, He's literally silver now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had yeah, COVID when I watched that last season, like about a year ago. Yeah, I, that trailer was like incredibly unsurprising. It followed the, yeah. it just followed the Cobra Kai formula, but I like the Cobra. We all knew this was coming, and we still want it. You know, still, like we're still yeah. fine. Yeah. Clips like, of them, like, oh, like, oh, we can't give anything away. I, I mean, just say, a... like, the, oh, the dojo you're style, right, because but... this would be a spoiler for... Yeah, watch yeah, the trailer. Yeah. That's pretty You'll big. See. Like, Terry Silver, that's expected, like, yeah. obviously. Watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you have not watched Cobra Kai, um, I really kind of led up to, to the point of where the dojos are at. It's so. the dynamic you expect. Yeah, and that was... Classic. Perfect and cheesy and very Cobra Kai. Yeah. I mean, it's totally... I mean, season three is is leading up to a very specific point, And yep. that's just what the trailer's expounding on. So it's yeah. really, you know, you're just like, okay, cool. We're just... Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one, I know you guys are really excited about. I don't know much about Sandman. I knew that it was... Uh, it's like an audio book or audio podcast, right? Yeah. So what this is, is uh, I think uh, Neil... Neil Gaiman, I think, or Gaiman, however you say his name, he did the DC comics of Sandman, and, like, a lot of it connects to, like, so, I I listened to, I don't even know if I'm done with it, I listened to maybe, like, 80-90% of it, but it's an audio, it's an audio book, but it's more performed like an audio drama, and uh, I put this teaser in here for Sandman, because it is literally a scene from the audio book. Like, it was... pretty cool. I, I, I had this weird experience when i watched that trailer because it is exactly a scene from from the audiobook and they're already working on act two um for, for audible as well so i'm excited it's based to... off comics right it's yes based off comics and they made the audiobook sort yes of off that and then and the, the audiobook stuff. has yeah. direct connections to justice league and gotham and other dc things as well um it's dark though i, I i'm gonna warn people this is a very dark and mature themed uh ip so know that going into into the show if you decide to watch the show 
but this just looks just the audiobook just completely visualized into what I imagined it would look like. So I'm excited for it. I, this was a personal pick for me. Uh, I know you're probably more excited about Vikings. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm super stoked about the Viking, uh, Viking Valhalla, um, which has a variation of the they kept the V yeah. all stylized. Uh, looks very Vikings. Um, I'm really interested historically, just kind of how this is all going to fit the time period. Um, yeah, because it's 100 years after Vikings did Vikings mm. took place, but it kind of looks like the same show, just different characters. Yeah, that's that's where I was at with it. I was like, that looks cool, but it looks more of the same. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I love Vikings. Well, yeah, that's not a that. bad thing. Yeah. And that story was definitely getting to a point where it needed to wrap up. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm excited about that, but I, I'm curious if maybe, like, the technologies and stuff um, will have actually upgraded in this, or if they're just, like, it's the same show, different characters. Mm. Uh, either way, it would be fine with me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. There was a ton of other things in the event as well. I will note, though, nothing about Dragon Prince. Oh, wow. That's a good point. Dragon Prince, so I'm mad. And then um, Last Kingdom. I looked for both of those. I thought... Those are my two big... Didn't Last Kingdom end officially? It's got one more season. Oh, okay, that's right. And I figured we would get something. I guess not. For that season. Uh, Because I believe they... Ended filming this summer. Hmm. Don't hold me to that. But, um, lots of cool stuff, though. I, I saw there's a sequel to Extraction, and so I kind of want to watch that movie now since there's a sequel. Yeah, a lot of it's, people love that movie. It's probably not a very... It doesn't have to be a good movie, but I was like, huh, like, there must be some reason they did a sequel. I know a lot of people really liked it. Uh, I thought the sound mixing was a little weird. Right. I don't really understand anything. Um, kind of like Tenet for me. Mm, okay. Um, that that was a thing that I, stuck out to me that I was like, oh, maybe I should watch that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't exciting enough for me to be like, I'll rewatch it again. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I definitely kind of tuned out some of it because I didn't really know what was going on. All right. Uh, people love it. Uh, a lot of good choreography, I guess. Explosions. There's tons of other things. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it all in the show notes. Yeah. That is all. We're geeking out about this week. We can you guys breathe. geeking out about anything? Um, real quick, I'm not going to get into too much detail. Um, I am doing a, a D&D campaign that's getting live streamed on my friend's The Mountain Nerds channel. My friend Caleb is DMing it, but it's sci-fi themed. And uh, I think that's every other Sunday we're doing it. So I think in about two weeks from now, from now we'll be doing another one. So cool. uh, go check that out. Twitch.tv slash Mountain Nerds. Yeah. And Shelly? Um, the only thing I want to talk about is that the I got the next Twilight Princess manga. Volume oh. 9. That's the current one that's out right now. I don't remember when it was released, but I think it was fairly recent. Maybe like August. Um, oh, wow. And it's just, it's still so good. Like, it feels wrong to say that's better than the video game. I don't think that's fair because one is a <laughs> manga and one's a video game. And obviously the video game had to, you know, have plot and story, but also, like, all these gameplay elements would be a classic Zelda game. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think I'm enjoying the manga more. I'm sure there's so many I volumes. Think... Yeah, I didn't know it was still because... coming out. Yeah, it's still, no, it's still coming out. They're gonna, I think she's gonna, uh, the two creators, I think it's uh, two ladies, um, I think they're gonna keep going until the story's finished. 
which obviously has a predefined point because they're still going by the video game. Hmm. The plot is just expounding on the plot. Like there's subplots and there's lots of character development, which is just so cool. Like it's just Ocarina of Time um, was only I... like two or three volumes, wasn't it? Sorry, what? Ocarina of Time was only like two or three volumes, wasn't it? I think so. Like this wow. one's this one's pretty long, and again, it's still yeah, going. It's cool. Um, there's one released every like six months, I want to say, or something. Like the last one was released quite a while ago, but um, yeah, it's it's just really good. Um, I don't know, I can't praise it enough because I feel like no one really knows about it. So if you are a Zelda fan, and um, especially if you're like someone who wants to try to get into manga, I feel like this is a great starter because it's a story that you may already kind of be familiar with, but they throw a bunch of stuff in there. It's also like pretty dark. So you kind of have to be prepared for that. That's um, what I heard. Really dive in darker than Nintendo was like really able to. Um, and they're like you know pretty cheap. You know it's just a book is like less than ten bucks. I'm pretty sure. So I'd recommend checking it out. I think it's very fun and cool. Um, but yeah, I think this last this last issue is uh, they confront Zant in the Twilight Realm, which okay. is very cool. So very epic. But yeah, it's like, again, they just throw in a bunch more, like, context and story and, like, lore building and stuff that you don't get in the original game. So, just wanted to yeah, it's preach cool. the good news there. That does sound good. I that's cool that it's still going. Yeah. I, I, I hope it continues to keep going. I, I really do just have to keep checking on it every once in a while. I, like, <laughs> read it, and I'm, like, obsessed with it, and then I forget about it for months. Like, so many months and then i'm like hmm i wonder if the next one's out and usually by then the next one's out <laughs> all right well we will end the podcast there um yeah i will talk to you guys in like a month um <laughs> oh thanks gosh. for listening for all these years it's, it's awesome um uh, crazy to be you deserve the rest yeah hey. i hope you have a nice restful peaceful time you can come back nice and rejuvenated you know. And yeah. rejuvenated. On fire. That's the hope. Word I'm using is fire. Um, LJ, <laughs> where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ, and you can find me streaming on our Twitch channel on Fridays, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me streaming Tuesday nights at uh, yep, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. I've been streaming Persona 4 Golden. And uh, if you want to keep up with me over the month, you can follow me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Um, I'll be posting all the adventures there, I'm sure. So, cool. All right. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.